Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Agnes Drew, and it's day 1,126 since we came back on the air. Today, listeners, I want to tell you a story. It's a true story, because it happened to me just a few days ago. We were out scavenging, as usual, and went into this one particular house. We scoped it for zombies, but there weren't any. At this stage, you might think that we've been in every single house in the area, but we really haven't. See, we don't just uh, go in and raid every house we see. We're looking for supplies, not to go through people's stuff. I still get a funny feeling when we do this, and we mostly stick to whatever room would logically have what we're looking for in it. Food? We stay in the kitchen. Cleaning supplies? Garages, for the most part, although sometimes the basement. Get in, get out, that's our goal. And we don't go through the houses at all if we can cover those needs some other way. At this point, there's not much left of any use in the world we're living in now. So we've been doing it less and less. But the other day we decided to make a run for new bedding. And we actually found some. It's going to need to be washed, but it should hold up nicely. But that's not what this story is about. This story is about the other thing we found while we were looking for bedding. The bedroom of this house had a couple of old cedar chests. For anyone who might not know, cedar is a wonderful wood. It has this amazing aroma that's hard to describe. And one of the things that smell does is keep bugs out. Cedar chests are great places to store things like clothes or blankets or anything else that you want to preserve and make sure the bugs don't get into. So whenever we find one, we always open it up to see what's in there. In this particular case, we did find that great blanket I just mentioned, but we also found something else. It was a necklace. It looked gaudy and expensive, but Dr. Clark said she'd seen necklaces like this before, and it looked like paste jewelry to her. We tried a scratch test on one of the gems in a discreet location, and it turned out she was right. It was just glass. But it was in the cedar chest, and was in a fancy box, So clearly, whoever used to live here had thought it was important. It had a very old look to it, and the fashion was like nothing we'd ever seen. And that's when we realized that the value of the necklace had nothing to do with money. It had to do with stories and memories. This was someone's family heirloom, passed down who knows how many generations And figuring that out actually made me kind of sad. Because we don't know what happened to the family that lived there. Did they escape? To be with family or friends? Were they zombies now? Or something else? We'll probably never know. But what we do know is that this precious object won't be passed down to the next generation of that family. Things like this have a history. They're the physical embodiment of stories. And sometimes even the family doesn't know the whole thing. They might know that they inherited it from Grandma Margaret, who got it from great-grandfather Thomas, who got it from great-great-grandma Harriet. So they know it's an important part of the family history. But they don't know that 
This was the necklace that Harriet got from her husband on their fifth wedding anniversary, the day they found out they were going to have a baby. Obviously, I just made that last part up, but you get my point. The exact story might be lost, but we still know the object is important. And it might not be important to anybody else in the world, but it means something special to certain people. And now, with nobody left to inherit it, it loses that meaning. The last part of the story is gone, and now it's just an old necklace. We left it there, listeners. We thought about bringing it with us and starting a new tradition and new stories, but I just couldn't bring myself to do it. If the family does come back for it, I want it to be there for them so that its story can shine again like the light flashing through the cut glass gems. What objects did you have like that in your own families, listeners? Did you manage to bring any with you when you escaped the zombies? Or are they waiting for you? Or do they just live on in your mind? Tell us about your family heirlooms. That's all I had for today. It just made me think, that's all. We'll be back tomorrow. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Agnes Drew. Take care of each other.